You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. We return once again as the voice of the punter and the dribbler joined here, joining me today, one Edward Simpson. How are you? Good, mate. Ready to go. Yeah. Ready to rock and revved roll. Revved up. I'm revved up. Yep, I'm revved up. you got to be revved up in February. You do. You really do have to bring it in. This is where you earn earn your money. This is where we earn the big bickies, yeah, punish dribblers. you know, during the, the sort of the 11 other months of the year, it's easy. Well, it's easy to be a superstar in March or in June <laughs> where State of Origin's around the corner. October, it's just start. October. September. September. I mean, it's easy to be a hero then, mate. Yeah. But what makes a man great? Yeah, and what and what ensures a podcast remains at the top of the heap? Yeah, is what you do in the down months, yeah. in the uh, in the troughs, in the troughs, the, the the droughts. We do we do a lot of good work in the troughs, Tom. We yep. always have. Yep. Um, and this and show always is going to be no different. Mm, yep, mate. Look, you know us well enough now, P's and D's, to know that we we love trough work, <laughs> and that's where we're at. We're getting down and dirty. Yeah. Um, not a, not afraid to get a bit of mud on the boots. No, Tom, definitely not afraid to get mud on the boots. My boots certainly looking muddy now. Oh yeah, they're muddy. Yeah, they're muddy not, February boots. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're not new boy boots. No, 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 it, no. These are hardened boots. <laughs> now let's get into it. Before yeah. we obviously get stuck into the uh, very thin smattering of sporting news that has happened over the last week, I think everyone wants to know. How the slippery bucks went in their Div One semi against yes. those absolute dogs, the Wood Ducks. <laughs> so look, um, the slippery bucks took to Centennial Parade grounds 6 p.m. Thursday night. Was it wet? It was wet. The bucks traditionally love the wet. Yeah, uh, we won a Div Two final in torrential conditions. Um, so the bucks love the wet. Yeah, we we get into our work in the wet. So mood was up. Mood, mood was, was up. Look, I think mood was one of um, you know confidence, yep. but also knew that we had to go out there and get the job done. Yes. Tom. Yeah, and it was about turning up and performing, and we knew that we had to. Rely on our defense, okay? We needed to put in a, a championship performance in, in defense yeah. just yeah. to, I think, put the Ducks on the back foot. Now, Wood Ducks, they listen, which was a surprise Wait. to me. Which was a surprise to me. Wood Ducks are listeners to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. So the Wood Ducks uh, <laughs> have mentioned, oi, we listen to Hello, we listen to Hello Sport. Um <laughs> You know, and so they knew that we'd been talking well, shit about the Wood Ducks. Well, look, I was just so, I was voicing the mood in the Div One <laughs> camp. I was I was voicing voicing the mood. All right. So, now so they they've heard you. They've, they've heard me bag them. Yeah, <laughs> they have. And so that sort of gone. Holy fuck! Has like, that set you off a little bit? Like, well, it was it, it, it was jovial. <laughs> there was laughs. Oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. No, but I wasn't sure um, that it maybe made you initially feel a little bit like. You need to be wigged a perfect out. mental mindset here, and now you're a bit wigged out because the Wood Ducks know that you've been talking shit about yeah, them yeah. to millions of people. Look, to millions, to millions. And I think maybe, look, the Wood Ducks, to their credit, handled it pretty well. So yeah. hats off to the Wood Ducks. Uh, they also went out and pumped us. <laughs> yeah, mate, it was, it was ugly. Like... We started off all right. It was one all, and then they just started a fucking pile on the points. I think it was 5-1 at halftime, and it was oh, all over. Shit. And then it was just, you know, the usual chit-chat, nil all, come yeah, on, heads yeah, up, yeah, crap. Yeah, but yeah. it was all over. It was done. It was done and dusted. I think we got beaten 8 or 7-2. Oh, fuck. 
fuck. Like properly spanked. Properly spanked. Properly spanked. So, mate, hats off to the Wood Ducks. Yeah. I will say probably the best I've seen them in terms of just attitude and um, you know sportsmanship the Wood Ducks yeah really yeah they were, they, were, they, were, they, were, they were great they maybe, were great maybe they were out to so, change look, perception a little bit maybe they were well, at the end of the game they actually said we're actually not bad blokes oh, so okay. you know what I'll, I'll go along with that yep. fucking good fucking good Oz tag team good really sharp yep. I think they'll get the bickies next week well, you Thursday know takes the edge off losing to the Premiers doesn't it but look credit where's credit's due they were, they were tremendous on Thursday yep. hats off to them Thanks for listening, boys. Yeah, uh, we'll be back next you. year. The du- the Bucks. We'll be back. Bucks v Ducks. Maybe a final next year. Bucks v Ducks next year. Uh, but look, we we got pumped. Ducks so also that's good that's in it. the wet. That's the problem, you know. Ducks are great in the wet, and you look in hindsight makes a lot of sense, yeah. doesn't it? Bucks actually worse in the wet than Ducks. Well, Bucks historically <laughs> been good in the wet, of course. But you've got to remember the Ducks Literally, love wet. They love it. They live in it. They, essentially, they do. So the writing was on the wall, yeah. really. And I think that goes a long way to explaining the 8-2 driving. Wow. And how was the mood at like what at when you kind of get to the point where you're going, oh, we're fucked here. Did you... 4-1. 4-1? 4-1, I was like, it's all over. <laughs> 4-1, it was all over. Yeah. And is there 3-1, like- miracle. miracle. Yeah, you're in miracle territory. But it's also like five minutes in as well. So it's got to right. be a miracle of epic proportions. proportions. And is there is there like, have you got people in your team that are more, more competitive but more capable to turn the tide so they probably hold out hope for a little bit longer than someone like yourself who's you know you score tries you're there for the the polish on the end look no you're look, sort of going we're done here at three two or three one well like, you know, i just like, I, they the tremendous defenders the wood ducks okay. and i just didn't see a whole lot of points in us right. at four one yeah. i just thought oh gee i don't know <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Look, I hate to be negative, no, and and I, 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 I feel like now in the fullness of time, you know, five days to reflect, yeah. I can come on here and be honest. Yeah, there was just no fucking way. Yeah, like right. there was just no way. They were too good. No, nah, they were too good for us, mate. They were too. We weren't as polished as we should have been at the back end. Mm. Now maybe that was complacency. Maybe that was um, you know, leaning on our, our previous two premierships yeah. a little too much. I don't know. There'll be an off season. There'll be a postseason review time. It has to be. Make no mistake. No. Make no mistake. At yeah. the tippy top, you got to be good. You got to be excellent. You got to be perfect. Yep. And we weren't. No. And that's the way it goes, mate. Well, shout out to the Wood Ducks. We're well, shout out to the them. show now. Yeah, friends of the show now. Okay, that's I'm happy to say that. Yeah, all right. Well, I uh, obviously played cricket again on the weekend. Have you won yet? Haven't won. We lost, but we did get close. But look, that's not you important. say that all the time. Yeah, I know. But this is like in terms of like runs scored. How many runs run, did you lose by? Uh, I think it was like twenty. Still, still too many. Oh, well, I mean, it's too many. But it, when you're losing by like three hundred. 20 runs ain't bad. That's true. But this isn't a story about how we almost won or how I top scored on 61 or, you know, whatever. My average is 127 for the season. That's not what this is about. What this is about is I went through one of the most traumatic experiences, not just on like a cricketing field, but of my life. Mid mid sort of uh, time at the crease and some bowler, shout out to the NOS squad while we're shouting out teams that, we're playing against because they, I believe, there are some dribblers in there as well. Mm. Uh, I got hit in the balls from this guy bowling. Like, he was medium pace. He wasn't their quickest, but it was quick enough. And off the turf pitches, real cricket ball, they can quicken up. Now, I had a box on. Sharpen up, quicken up. Quicken up. The ball just quickens like, off the... Like it skids off. Well, yeah. So it just, it comes, it goes off the pitch quicker than it hits it. It's yep. just, bah. Yeah, yeah. Kicks Zah. off. Zah. Yeah, exactly. Now, I've been hitting them. So I'm going all right. 
And this one's just bounced up and I'm wearing a box, obviously, but we have like three boxes in our kit bag. So I don't want to, I've got, I wear two pairs of undies, right? I'm not mm. having, you know, Seb and fucking whoever else is ranked dick sweat on my dick sweat, right? Does that make sense? Of course. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Now, it doesn't, it's not as, it's not going to cut your balls as well though, is it? No, it's not. That's the problem. That's the problem. I, look, I would, and you, correct me if I'm wrong, Moving forward, are you probably looking at those like disinfectant wipes? No, I'm no? looking at my own box. Okay, <laughs> personalized box. I'm okay, a personalized sure. box. I'm having this thing molded to my scrotum because okay. times are tough. Is, it, well, this is just not the time to be. I may never bat again. Not true. Uh, so, because of the way that it sits, Eddie, you explained correctly. Because it's in between two bits of undies, it doesn't cup the testicles mm. and protect them like which they is should. what it's. The whole thing, the is whole its whole job exactly. is to protect the yeah. testes. Exactly, it'd be like having a seatbelt on, seatbelt on, and having the seatbelt like half ripped. So as I get hit in the balls, this—if you're watching the video, it might be able to explain better. But I'll try and do my best to linguistically explain it so that it linguistically, you, so you can env envisage it in the eye, uh, you know, in the mind's eye. Uh, shout out to people who have Fantasia that don't have a mind's eye. Uh, for you, Steve. <laughs> for you, tough luck. Tough luck. Just you know, that's we can't go and kowtow to minorities like that. I'm sorry. Like, what would you like us to do? Watch the video, goddamn it. Get Instagram. Fantasia. Never heard of it, but that's shout out to you. Um, if you do have Fantasia, call in. Call in. Dribble hotline. Yeah, you'll find the number yourself. Um, so. Imagine the box and where it sits, and it should be cupping. The balls should be sitting within it. Yeah. And now we all know how the box sort of like peters out to a point where sort of the dick and the balls kind of sit in the base of it mm -hmm. and up in that spot. So because... For the driblets, I hope you... For the driblets... I hope this is making some sense. Yeah. For the driblets, I'm not sure about what box boxes are. A box for your box. I'm not... Is there? A, is that a is that a thing? Box squared. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not sure. But look, you don't need to worry too much because testicles are not your problem right now. So my my nuts, my penis was still covered by the box. My nuts, however, had slightly, like loosely sort of perched almost on the edges of the box. So like one nut is on the left-hand side and it's being sort of, uh, you know, divided by the, yes. the padding of one side of the box yes. and the other nut sits on the other side of the box and is being gently divided so when the ball when the cricket ball hits my box it fucking like compresses oh it pinched them it pinched a ball on either side but mainly the right one because the right one got hit by the ball and the box get it like it got crushed yeah. and then the other one just got like squished by the other side of the box and i've just got to tell you like i fell to the ground i collapsed of course and I'm rolling around. You're only human, Tom. But like, you remember at school, you used to get sack whacked. Yes. Things of that nature. Or just when you'd accidentally hit yourself in the mm. balls. And it was painful. And, you know, you'd get up and you'd move on and life sort of goes on. Bro, we went to like the pub. They're like, after we have a game, it's like, go to the pub, have a couple of beers, sort of celebrate another loss and then go home. I couldn't. I had to go straight home. And I was up on the couch. I've been on the couch like 24 hours with my nuts on ice. Did it, you throw up? I didn't, but I felt like it. I had to like I was hunched over for the remainder of the day, oh, on ice. My fucking nuts look like you know at like seafood stores how they like put like prawns and shit on ice to like yes. keep it fresh for the day. Well, of course, that's what my nuts were like on the couch at home. I just had to like have a bag of ice and have them just sitting on them. <laughs> 
presented. Presented. Now, they have punished dribblers. I know you're concerned. They have gone down in swelling and the pain has subsided compared to yesterday, but still very ginger. Oh, mate, you got to be careful. you got to be very, very careful because there's horror stories out Bro, there. Bro, it was like, I was kind of like, have I split a nut? Seriously? Yeah. Seriously? It's serious. Well, lucky you've had a daughter. I know. That was sort of, the, at least I've had one kid. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Mate, um, so what are you going to go with? Now, I can, if, um, allow me to make a recommendation just to see what you think. Yeah. Friend of the show, Nick Mallet, he was playing Oztag. He's a member of the Slippery Barks. He uh, he copped some some heavy contact as he was sort of trying to pierce the line. Mm-hmm. This is I think it was last uh, last comp, so sort of six months ago. So, and swollen up bad. Had to go to the hospital. Um, severe bruising, a lot of issues there, and and really rattled his confidence. Found it hard to come back to the big time. Sexually or no, come back to the to the oh, Oster- sorry, to the sorry, I thought to you Division meant, like, One competition. No, 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 no. Well, was said no to that as well for a time because it just was in such immense pain. I'm telling you, if someone, if 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 any, if Steffi, my darling baby girl, was to try and put it on me right now, there's no way. Yeah, but it lingered with this poor bastard for like a week, right? Maybe longer. So what he's done is he's gone and bought a UFC, like UFC undies, because they come with the box built in. Oh, like the cup, like full legit kick. To the nuts stuff, Ooh, like proper heavy right. duty, so he, and wow. and then it and then it doesn't move around, right? Because it's sewn into the undies, which you then put on, and everything's in, and there. everything's in there. I honestly, realistically, think I might do that because it's like another knock would be. It's the end of you. It's, it's the, the end, end of you, mate. And it could be the end of a future, future Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. You can't risk that, mate. No, no, no. no. The, the time, There's like you're not a young, you're not a young brash twenty year old who's no. full of life and vigor and no, testosterone. I'm, a, and, I'm an old thirty year old. Carefree, you're, mate. You know the way of the world, and yeah. you know that. You could be one accident away from from it all being over. It's kind of like concussions for your testicles, right? Like you can't have. But too it's many. only one, no, two knocks, and yeah, it could be no, all it's over. More, your, your nuts are far more uh, sort of damageable than the brain. Oh yeah. So look, I mean, I'd I'd think about it. I'd think long and hard. Oh no, I will be. Don't you worry. It's uh, it's almost next on my to-do list of things. And you could wear them to the office. You could get, you could walk around in them well, just in, in case. case. you were to slip over or something. Or Who knows? Know. A rogue arm. Yeah. Someone, maybe uh, an immature friend looking, looking for an old for school a, sack. No, one. mate. Like, you know what? Even holding my daughter, she will kick a leg out. Yeah, she's got sack whack enough. She's got she's got the the sub the like as she grows older. But like the unintentional sack whack even just I was sitting her on my she was sitting on my lap uh yesterday and I'm sort of propped her up and she just she has no control over her fucking exactly. motor skills. Exactly. And it was very close and mm. I was like hey, not yet. Not yet. Not right now. Get off. So Look, think about it. Yeah. And for the P's and D's out there suffering from the same, uh, if you've got any tips for ailment? dealing with, well, if you th- look, have you got if you've got history, if you've got tips on how to, uh, you know, help swollen testicles outside mm. of ice, if there's anything we should be doing, mm. any sort of protection, protective measures that can be taken. Yeah, this is about the punter and the dribbler, uh, you know, learning together as well as helping my immediate situation. Nick Mallet, reach out. Yeah, call the hotline. Call the hotline. What brand of of of, of you know, undie box do you have? Mm. Women, if there are dribblets out there with a box box, I'd be interested to know what the mechanics is around that. Mm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot to it. And a, if, I mean, you can, a, if you can help in any way. Yeah. I don't understand a box box. Maybe they just use a box. Look, 
I'm no expert. No. But I'd have think I'd have thought a box box or a box squared slightly different. Yeah. Slightly different? I would have thought so. Maybe flatter. But again, I just want to have like the distance from the box and the box, right? Yeah, sure. Anyway, it's pertinent questions. So Eddie, um, as we like to do, we stay on top of the current issues as they're happening. Now this next story obviously comes from last Monday night, over a week ago. Uh, the Dark Angel, David Warner, winning the Sir Donald Beedman medal. Now, obviously, because it was almost a week ago, we wouldn't usually go back unless we felt we had to. Because I know that there's a lot of P's and D's out there who are looking for answers. Yes. And they usually get them from us. Turn to us. So, look, for what it's worth, P's and D's, I was Shocked. Shocked. Absolutely shocked by the decision. Happy for the Dark Angel. Mate, I'm not anti-Dave Warner. No. He's a hell of a competitor and he's a hell of a cricketer and we need him playing his best cricket if we're going to be number one in the world again and win yes. more Ashes. Like, no knock on David. He had a tremendous uh, calendar year. Technically. With some uh, blemishes, yeah. but there usually are. Well, you've got to put... Uh, look, there's got to be waiting to your blemishes though, right? Like, There's always... There's usually blemishes, but he's... His season was not as good as Smudge's. No. And that's just a fact. But the thing is, I think they might like, I assume it was that Dave accrued more points across the year or more votes, but the, his votes were the same. Like, well, okay, so put it this way. How do they vote? It's the all, I think it's the team. So you voted, but it's like peer voted. So if you have a great game in the one days and then the blah, blah, blah. Oh, so that's how it's done based. It's like a, a it's... I think it's cumulative, like accumulative, yeah. Over a season, I believe so. So they're not sitting down at the end of the uh, at the end of the season, you know, a, say a week or two out, going, "Who's your pick?" No, well, it's, it's like, like it's a, like Dally M's. It's like Dally M's. It's, like it's like the fucking yeah. But you know what? You know what? The Dally M's. Every game is as important because you get two points, right? Like this is not. That yes, how, right. how you can weight games the same yeah. is mad. Like when you can weight like a test against uh, Pakistan versus a test against England at Old no, Trafford. No, mate, yeah. not the same thing. No. They're not the same thing. No. How are they the same thing? They're not the same thing. That's they're, the answer. They're not. They're not the same thing. What, are the 2020s? Are they getting the same fucking points? Is that what you're going to sit come on here and tell me? Oh, look, I'm not going to come on here and tell he you He was anything. 2020 Player of the Year. So yeah. if he's racking up points in the 2020 world, I'll be pretty pissed off. I think you may rack them up. I'm sure you'd have to, it'd have to count towards it, wouldn't it? But then again, maybe like... Put it like... Look, I would like someone to explain to me how the scoring's done. Should I have looked it up? Maybe. <laughs> maybe I should have before I came on here and started rambling. Maybe there's a perfectly... Um, no, I don't, I don't think there is. Alan Border himself... The man who should, who has, you know, unfairly stolen the name of his trophy from Don Bradman. And who should politely give it back. Give it back. But that's another but even subject. Alan Border was like, they need to change the scoring system after this happened. There you go. So the 2020s probably are the same. Yeah, they probably are. Now, for anyone to make a case against the Ashes not being probably five or six times More greater... In terms of points, I'll pr I'm happy with 10. If someone said to me, you get 10 times the points in Ashes away, yeah. I'd go, that's play on. That's fair. That's not a problem. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd say, look, it's probably, it's pretty extreme. It's but, probably, it's, but, but I'm I mean, not, I'm not like, I'm not angry at it's it. It's not wild. I'll extreme. wear it. I'll yeah. go to bed happy. Yeah. 
All right, at least you won't I'll lose sleep, well. sleep about it. Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Right. Now he racks up points uh, in the one day World Cup. Yep, which is fine. But we didn't win it, we did we? No, we didn't win the World we Cup. We didn't win the World Cup. So those hundreds mean nothing. So what, you know, hundreds against Pakistan or bloody Afghanistan or whoever the hell we played, like, yeah, sure. Like, you need it. Like, you, got, you can only play what's in front of you. Yeah, of course, I get it. But, but we didn't even win the We tournament. didn't win. We got we got pumped in the semifinals against the old foe. Yeah. Uh, why? Are we rewarding mediocrity now? It would seem so. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want Dave to feel personally attacked. This isn't a Dave issue. No. This is not a Dave issue. Dave, you've done as much as you could over the course of the 12 months. You've come back from adversity. Hats off to you. You're a great, great player, great competitor. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about this, the way that this thing has come to be. Mm. Now, nothing against Dave. It's against the selectors or the or the how this system works. Because they need to rejig this they fucking do. thing. Because if you single-handedly, having missed a test and a half, won the ashes for your nation, literally on your back, how does that not get... That's the medal there. Yeah, that is the medal. First, so, time, so we've, first time we've retained the ashes or in England since 2001. I'm confused. Yeah, same. What do you make of how Dave was made taller than Elise Perry on the newspaper? Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Use the photo that was taken on the night. Don't fucking go and edit it after the fact. The effort that, that must have gone into, like, literally, rev- like, cutting the... You'd have to, like, cut the image apart. Well, like, you'd have to cut it like I then, do. And then make him bigger. Like, because when the photo's taken, they're not standing on that in that way either. Like, they're standing on the wrong sides of each other to the way the photo was... From what I... In my head, they would have had to cut them both out individually yeah. and then flipped David. Yeah. And when I say flipped, as in mirrored him and then put him on the other side because half of his body would have been missing if they... If, you know what uh, I mean? So they yeah, would have had yeah, to flip yeah, him yeah, around. Yeah. So if you're super astute, you should be able to tell that, like... Something's been f- f- fiddled with. He's been flipped. Elise is, like, a good three foot taller than him. Exactly. I just don't know why they bothered... Is this Dave's brother or something that works at the paper who's edited the photo? Uh, Who is this bloke? It seems weird, doesn't it? Who made the decision? Especially in like the the, the, the sort of fast-paced world of news. Like you don't have that long to get it's every day these papers are out that's it someone's made a judgment call there and then going 15 minutes to fuck around with this photo get fucking get the Photoshop guy on the blower and tell him to flip these two why? We need Dave Taller. Why? I don't look. Don't hey. Don't question don't, my. Don't question me, or you'll find yeah. yourself sacked. Yeah, exactly. Bruh. This is these gimps at the top of the the sort of the print media world. Like, listen, the mate. This thing's got to happen like this. Trust yeah. me. Trust me, mate. I've been in this game for fucking fifty years, mate. I've been I've been fucking editing newspapers before you. You could even walk, mate. Uh, now, uh, could you just quickly help me turn on my computer? <laughs> How do you send an email? <laughs> Look, weird, 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 weird weird stuff. But I also equally think that it doesn't... It's completely weird, completely unnecessary. But then it's also like, but there are other things in the world that are more important. And I think there was a little bit too much hullabaloo. Well, look, I mean, we live in 2020, right? There's hullabaloo. It's... it's (laughs) 2020 year of the punter dribble, but also year of hullabaloo. Era of hullabaloo. We live in the era of hullabaloo. I'm not going to say that hullabaloo started in 2020 because it didn't. Hullabaloo (laughs) came around 2018. Oh no, I reckon 2015. I reckon 2015, 2016. 2015, 2016. Hullabaloo started to started to take off. So it's not 2020's fault. No, it's not. 
but hullabaloo's alive and well. <laughs> it's w- alive and well. And that's what this is. Yeah. It's hullabaloo. It's there's, look, I get it. Yeah. But it's out and out. It's your cut and dry. Well, no, no, it's, yeah, yeah, I get, we get it. It's weird that they got there, but make no mistake, <laughs> P's and D's. It's cut and dry hullabaloo. <laughs> it's black and white, mate. Now, I'll tell you what's not hullabaloo, Eddie, and what got me uh, tingling in betwixt my balls before they were injured was a punter and a dribbler, I believe Nick Baselger. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Uh, he brought it to our attention. Now, I don't know if he did it himself or if he just noticed it, but I think maybe he did it himself. But the great Steve O'Keefe Sock, friend of the show as well, Obviously did an interview with us a while ago that you may have seen. You should have listened to uh, Punish Dribblers. So he was on the Big Sports Breakfast and, uh, you know, they're in there talking shit, asking him questions like, oh, how's it? You know, just normal radio chat. And then at one point, Laurie Daly goes, now, Sock, I've got to tell you, I've got to ask you a question here, mate, but uh, you must have a lot of fans because they keep telling us to ask you about the punters and dribblers. And good old Sock, to his credit, just gives us a huge rap. Big plug. Big plug. So got to thank you for that, Sock. Thanks to Sock, but also to the punters and dribblers that are just ensuring that the message of punting and dribbling is spread forth throughout the universe. Mm. Mm. Look, if, if there are any other... I'd certainly... Can we get to the bottom quickly and have you... Of how this came to be, no. did he call into the big sports breakfast I and don't go know. ask about the punters and dribblers? I asked him. I Does said, Laurie Daly know about the punters and the dribblers? No, he does now. But Laurie would only know about it because either can can we categorically say no, that we that's the case? We, we don't. Can't. We, don't. we can't say that. We can't say. We don't know. Laurie may know. <laughs> Laurie could be a P and a D. He could be. Well, they asked in the in the if you go and listen, it's on our Instagram somewhere. Punters and dribblers, you go check. But Laurie and whoever he works with, I'm sorry, I don't know who that guy is because Michael Clark's taking his job on Monday uh, or today. Um, but they were into it. They were like, we want to get on. Now, look, don't know if we've got time for the two of you. <laughs> we'll have to check the schedules. We'll have to check the schedule. Laurie, but we're not we ruling could, it out. We could probably make room for Laurie. Look, you know, during an origin week or something. Yeah, exactly. Sometime when like there's a bit more sort of, you know. Going on. Going on. But probably not at the minute, Loz. We're just... Um, we're busy. We're busy. But shout out to your legend, New South Wales legend. Oh, we love you. Love you. Brad the Drought. Big fans. Big fans. Big, big fans. Um, but mainly Sock and Nick mm. for proliferating the message. Yeah. Yeah. They're spreading the good oil, the good word. The good word. And uh, uh, punters disciples. and dribblers, feel like, free like to do disciples. it. Feel free to keep doing it yourself. Get mm. it out there. Punters and dribblers, if you don't think that you have the potential to be your own disciple and spread the good word, you're wrong. You're wrong. We've all got disciple in us. Everyone's got disciple in them. You can be a disciple if you can. It's about looking inwards and asking yourself this question. Do you have what it takes to be a Hello Sport disciple? Do you believe? Do you believe in the message that we're preaching? Yes or no? And if you do believe, then it's your duty to get out there. And preach. And preach. Because I mean, you think about it. When that, why do you think Israel Folau? And now, listen, I'm not, I'm not on Izzy's side here, but <laughs> what I'm saying is, he really believes the shit he's saying, so he feels compelled yes. to spread the message. Now, obviously, the message is homophobic and uh, and uh, you know, uh, <laughs> bullshit. It's homophobic <laughs> bullshit. It's not true. Obviously, we know that. 
but he believes in it, so mm. he feels compelled to spread it. Same thing here. Mm. It might be dribble, it might be yarn, but if you believe in the dribble and yarn, if you believe in dribble and yarn, then you have to spread the word. Yeah, you got to preach it. Yeah. You got to you got to sing it from the rooftops. Yeah. It's your duty mm. as a painter day. Yeah, or a day. Or a P. Or a DAP. Or a DP. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But make no mistake, you have to preach. Have to. Uh, but I think that's whatever this this coverage of sport is that we just did there. That's segment number one. <laughs> All right, Eddie, it's time to talk some rugby league. Uh, God's winter game just around the corner. Uh, inside a month? Do you all that one? What are we, February? Yes, inside a month. We are inside, inside a month. month. Inside a month until the first game, which I think is on the 12th of March. Do you all that? I'm not sure. but I Manly play on the 15th. Man, that I do Sunday. know. That's the Sunday. Now, we got a taste of winter. Yeah. On the weekend with the nines. I quite enjoyed it. Didn't watch a lot of it, but what I did watch, I enjoyed. Mm. It was a nice little sort of, you know, uh, a bite size. It, it's a it's a bite size. That's exactly what Entree. it is. tray. Yes. It was it was God's winter game being walked around the room on a tray and you just sort of take a little nibble. It's like a it's like a favorite size crunchy is to the real deal. That's exactly what it is. Mini. Well, a favorite's a favorite size chocolate to whatever its full size chocolate is. Yes. Not just a crunchy specifically. All of them. Because that'd be they're too all, reductive. They're, they're, they're all, all mini, mini versions, versions of their big yes. Older brother. brothers or sisters. Yes. Same with your mini favorite cereals. Perfect. And then you get your big. Of which I had, I had one on the weekend. Loved it. As a child, they were my favorite thing in the world. Cocoa pops. Well, cocoa pops, Fruit Loops, Frosties. Do we remember Frosties with the tiger? Yeah, I remember them. We weren't allowed them as much. Well, we were no, more like because they were like fucking. It was like diabetes in a box. Yes, that's right. But. <laughs> they were phenomenal when you got your hands on them. Oh man, I feel like a, I feel like a bowl of cocoa pops yeah. right now, yeah. and, right now. And with the minis, little box well, it became its own bowl when the fucking top opened. And yeah, it split yes, the thing. yes. Marketing genius. Whoever came up with that, I hope they're on a yacht. Well, you remember they were perfect for when you hopped into the car with the fam and you'd go around this big brown land and you'd stay at motels yes. and you'd have breakfast in the room. Right, I get me my mini cocoa mini pops. Mini cocoa pops, and then your brother or your sister steal them, and you fucking hit the roof. Yeah, and you're you're stuck with fucking cornflakes. Yeah, or which something. is like I eat these at home anyway. What's the where's the hey, novelty here? Where the cocoa pops at? Where the fruit loops? Where the at? fuck did they go? Yeah, yeah. So that's what the nines was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, travel cereals tra- <laughs> and mini favorites. <laughs> I only saw one manly game. Mm. But I saw a couple of games across the whole sort of weekend. I think what the Nines is good for is the emergence of throbbers that comes out of... I think it's a breeding ground of throbbers. Mm. Like a pond is to tadpoles where frogs are growing. Mm. You see some really sort of promising mm. frogs or rugby, tadpoles. Yeah, rugby league pond. It's a rugby league pond with some promising tadpoles. Yes. Now, Manly had one called Luke Metcalf who was fast as fuck. Coffs Harbour boy. Probably Dior, Dior I'm pretty that. sure he is Lightning 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 fast. Lightning fast But also the dexterity To put one onto his foot uh, Through the line Runs through Regards the ball And scores Yeah he's, he's full of throb Full of throb Throb from top to bottom If anyone wants to know What a throbber is If you're a new listener That's it that's Right it. there An emergent throbber as well That's age specific Yes usually. Yeah And also Still young Still finding his place In the rugby league world Yes 
uh, you know, in I and out of New South Wales Cup. That part sort of, of the thing. first time. I think part of the 30-man squad for the first time. Yeah, love now, it. First contract, beautiful stuff. We haven't started our Supercoach competition yet, but we will be starting a Supercoach and tipping competition, Punish Dribblers. I tell you what, if I have a Supercoach tip for a winger this year, it is Ruben Garrick. Now, listen, that might sound like, a, oh, wow, you mean fucking Manly's highest tri- point scorer last year. Wow, what a what an insight, a try scorer and a goal kicker. But it was his first season last year, and just seeing what he did in the nines showed me that Ruben, the snack, the sandwich, Garrick, is on his way to big things. He got he did a chip and chase on the weekend, which was just delicious. And it's like, oh, okay, is this a string to the bow that I'm seeing now from mm, Ruben? Mm. It seemed like a string to the bow. Maturing yes. as a footballer, Tom. Yes, and as a man. And as, as a Australian. man, uh, learning some new tricks. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Well, that's what you want to see, your young throbbers trying out new things, seeing what works. And this is the perfect place to do it, the nines. It's circus stuff, really. Exactly, it is. It's get down to the the local circus, the local fair. That's it. See some lions jumping through fire rings and fucking someone juggling on the back of an elephant. That's the nines. Is it also, particularly in Ruben Garrick's case, is is it the touch of a good woman? Because we've seen that he's, he's, he's found a lover. Well, Men's Women's Weekly has reported that Ruben, the snack Garrick, the hottest player in the NRL right now, aesthetically speaking. Yeah, the sandwich, ladies the and sandwich, gentlemen. The sandwich, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, is with former Australian high jumper or pole vaulter, a jumper no less. She's a jumper, and we know P's and D's of our affinity with great Australian jumpers on this yes. podcast. Yeah, it is uh, obviously a great love of ours. One of our first loves as, yeah. as Australian sporting fans is the jumper. Amy Pejkovic, Pejkovic, you're going to have to deal that one. But Ruben, from all reports, very happy, very loved up with uh, what can only be described as a 10 jumper. Yeah. Oh, it's a 10 jumper. 10 jumper. Yeah, 10 points. 10 points and 10 metres and, you know, 10s yeah. all around. 10, 10, 10, 10. 10, 10, 10. So congratulations to Ruben. Now, the other throbber, Eddie, was a guy from North Queensland whose name I'm going to have to Google because it is... He's a he's a he's another one that that rugby union let go, which will not. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I don't remember his name. No, which will not um, please the uh, the rugby uh, Facebook community. Look, if you feel like putting a status up about it, go for gold. Send him in screenshot your status, your angry rugby status, and put it up. But I've got to try and find this fucking guy's name because it's. It's as it's as big a day as it gets in terms of trying to pronounce a name. So the Cowboys poached him from the Reds for two thousand dollars. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. Oh my god. Two thousand dollars. When? Um This year. I think this is yeah, he's just come through. Um, Hammer still just 18 years of old looks set for a long and lucrative career in rugby league after lighting up the Perth Nines which he did his name punters dribblers is Hamiso Tabuai Fidal another three uh, I tell you what rugby league is starting to take over the double barrel last name starting to take over rugby union with the double barrel last name um, that's just a side note there. But yeah, Rugby Union let that guy go. He's a throbber. Two grand. Two grand. Oh, God. Look, I, I mean, look, you know, 
probably getting a little tired of us bashing rugby, but you know, when you keep throwing us stories like this, what do you want us to do, bro? And then uh, you know what? You feel sorry for the Dragons. They went to the Nines and they've got three of their like top players injured. Uh, Corbin Sims broke his arm. Their captain McInnes broke his eye socket, and then one of their other forwards did something in their knee, Cinder's most or some shit. Let's be honest with ourselves, P's and D's. Let's be really honest with ourselves. Does that surprise any of us? That, that St. George, the DMC, goes across to Perth and injures three of its top-class cattle? No. Not shocked. One iota. No. That reeks of a DMC. Reeks particularly of St. George or the yes. White Dragons. Did you see their try they were given? No. Did you see the try where the guys jumped for the corner and he's put it out over the line and they gave it? No, I didn't see oh, that. Oh, bro. So it was in like the semi-final. Um, it was the semi-final. The Dragons were playing the Panthers. Again, it's the nines, so who gives a fuck? But um, let me get it up here. So check this. This is the try to get him into the final. <laughs> they gave that. Yeah. They didn't review it. They don't have reviews in the nines. Oh, my God. So they just give that right. <laughs> Now, obviously, that is... Why wouldn't they do reviews just to quicken it up? Uh, yeah, it's the sure, nines, you know? Sure. It's yeah, the nines. sure, sure, sure. But so that try gets given. Obviously, it's not a great call, but it's like there's no video ref and that's, you know, you're bound to have mistakes, right? Mm. If you choose to not have video ref, it's the, it's the risk you run. But as soon as they, they had Fox on Fox, they got uh, uh, the head of... Oh, what's his name? Graham Annesley, the head of football. And it's like, before the season started, the dribbling has already begun. And it's like, well, you know, Graham, like, I mean, this big, this is a big call here. Like, what's going on? And Graham's like, well, yeah, it's like, you know, obviously we don't want to be making those sort of bad calls. And it's like, bro, you've, you, you, you don't have video ref. So, like, that's going to happen. You can't review it. So, like, that bad calls are going to be made. And sometimes that happens. Yeah. What are you, it's just, what are you beating up here? It's just what it is, right? Like, that's going to happen. So if there was video review and you'd made that call, yeah, Graham, get him on. Yeah. And let's have a chat because this is this is this pretty is fucking, fucking concerning, Graham. Exactly. To put it mildly, very concerning. But if it's the nines and there's no video ref. And it's a circus. Yes. Complete circus, then it's play. Who on. gives a shit? Who cares? Dribblers. Yeah, bro. dribblers. And and but hey. Don't think for a second that Fox, big old powerful Fox Sports, is immune to dribbling. Well, I actually would say they're not. I'd say they're one of the premier dribblers. Yeah. NRL 360 is, and this isn't a negative, because yeah. again, the dribble is what keeps rugby league going around. And we are also, we also, we're part of the Church of Dribble and we Yarn. We are, absolutely. We subscribe to the Church of Dribble and Yarn. I mean, we started the Church of Dribble and Yarn, but obviously, you know, people we're are. We're in it. We're in it. <laughs> It's fantastic, but that is some preseason dribble where it's like, oh, it's started. Yeah. It has yeah. started. Why would you want to be a referee or referee's boss or like just... Does the anxiety ramp up from here? Like, Oh, mate. He would have been like, oh, this is, isn't this great? No video ref, so I can't get in shit this weekend. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to relax, watch some circus entertainment, watch some, you know, some tadpoles. Tadpoles become frogs. That's right. You know, let my hair down and, and have a couple of cold beers before what's going to be a long season. Long and they've, season. they've dragged him out of his box and they're smashing him. Yeah. From pillar to post over a non-event. A non-event. 
And it's the Dragons, so fuck it. Who cares? And, mate, no, nothing is more highly scrutinised, I don't think, in the world than rugby league and correct calls. Yes. Because there's... And you know what often happens is the start of the season, everyone's like, you know what? The refs are a lot better this year. You know what? It's actually... This has been really good. Good start. And it always seems to be positive from the outset. And then just something ticks over. Something happens. Yeah. And these little things just start to build up and then the pressure starts to build. Or it's like the papers start to just like, we need a bit more. We need a bit more. Like it, The problem is that everyone's looking for stories. So Well, but then also there's more on the line, right? You can lose a couple of early, early season yeah. games. doesn't matter. But as you get towards the tippy top, I mean, to the end of the season rather, fighting for the eight, fighting to avoid the spoon, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. There's a lot more on the line. And then the coaches start getting pissed off. Yeah. And then that sort of trickles through. You and know then what I mean? And the refs just start sweating bullets. And the dribblers, in particular the dribblers, start to get antsy. Lippy as well. Lippy and antsy. Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some. I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's a, it's it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, 
let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Nancy, and it's been a long season of footy, and yeah. they just, they go, fuck it. I don't want to be polite anymore. No, no, fuck this cunt. Yeah. In so many words. Yeah. Now, as we continue to move forward, Eddie, did you see Todd Greenberg's beard? I think we probably should have started the show with it in hindsight because it's the biggest thing in rugby league right now. But Todd Greenberg, off-season beard. Todd looked great. Todd looked really good. I'll give you the hot tip. Todd is currently in negotiations for an extension on his contract. I think that's a power play from Todd. He walks into the room and goes, what's up, boys? What's up? What's up? What's up? No, I'm not sure. He doesn't even see. He doesn't need to say anything. He no. just walks in and sits down. And I'll tell you what. He dragged the wind out of the air. Everyone's mate. just going. <gasps> Todd looks fucking hot as shit. <laughs> he looked Jason Statham esque. Yeah. Oh yeah, tripping with Statham. Like there was plenty some of Statham real, about. Like, you know, nice grizzly sort of. I've had an off season. I don't give a fuck about anything. Vibes. Either that or he's been through a breakup. Look, he had a pretty good off-season in terms of rugby league off-seasons. That's what I mean. It couldn't really be from sadness because everyone was pretty well behaved. No, 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 no. This is, no, no, no. This isn't a sad beard. This is a... This is a, I'm a hot piece of ass I'm a hot CEO beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I've had a great couple of years. I'm sitting down to extend my contract. I'm going to add a zero to it. I look great and I feel great. Yeah. I am as hot as it gets for a CEO in Australian sport Wait, listen, you didn't think I was attractive, but... You're wrong. wrong. I actually am. Scrap that. I'm actually a 10 now. Yeah. I'm actually... I've got a lot of leading man about me. Yes, that's it. Hollywood's interested. Hollywood's... Look, I don't want to say that I've been fielding offers from Hollywood, but I have been. <laughs> <laughs> Toddlywood. <laughs> Toddlywood. Toddlywood. But great to see I liked it, Tom. I, look, now, I think this is a pre-season sexy Todd, but I think he gets dipped back to business. I don't think this is a hey, 2020 season. this is the metric. This is the metric. Let's see what the season does to him. Yeah. Let's look at Todd Lee after the grand final and just say, when he's presenting the trophy I'm or he's just, up on stage I'm saying in the that grand beard final. won't be there around one. I'm saying that beard is... Oh, you don't reckon? No, dude, that beard... Is, oh, you reckon it's, I'm, it's fun off-season Todd? Fun off-season Todd, cargo shorts and sandals, Todd. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you reckon it back to business round one? Yeah, that's Hawaiian shirt, satchel, cargo shorts and sandals, Todd. Well, let's see. Round one, it's back to business because he's probably already got another zero on that contract. And he's back to, you know, being hard-ass Todd. But right now he's like... He's carefree Todd. He's carefree Todd, you know. Wear, he's negotiation Todd. Wear a zany shirt to work on Fridays, Todd. Mm. Uh, you know, yeah, you can have a beer before knockoff, Todd. Yeah. Take that. Take that. Take the afternoon on Friday. Take the afternoon on Friday, Todd. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, let's it, see. It's it's hot. I liked it. Or, hot. That's what I'm going to say. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Is that rugby league? I think that's rugby league. <laughs> Has to be, right? Uh, P's and D's. Um, I'm going to hand out a VAB, a Victoria Bitter. Wow, okay. Uh, because it's been fucking earned, well earned. Yeah. And this bloke has a, a big thirst. Mm-hmm. Dying for a cold beer. Dying? Yeah, dying. Who are we giving it to? The great Adam Scott. Scotty. Friend of the show. Oh, well, of course. Uh, he's just won his first PGA tournament in four years. Won the Genesis Open at Riviera, his favourite course. He, he held on. He, he was going close to butchering at a double bogey into a bogey, but he held on. Held on. Our Scotty. Long he, time between drinks for Scotty. Four years, mate. And so because it's been such a long time between drinks, I feel obliged, I feel it's my duty as mm. a fellow Australian, Tom, to hand Scotty a schooner. Yeah. 
You can get that. I can get behind that. And you know what, Scotty? Well done from us, from the podcast, mm. from the punters and dribblers. Congratulations, mate, because four years is a long time. Long time. And look, we all know that you've got the most pure swing in the comp, in the tournament, in the world, and that your putting's let you down. Yes. And you used to also be a lover of Anna Ivanovic. But it's good to see you working hard, mm. putting again with, with purity. Yes. Putting true. Putting true. Okay? Because look where it's got you. It's got you to the tippy top again, and it's yep. got you a nice cold beer from your friends at Hello Sport. That's it. And I mean, it's forget probably... about Anna Ravanovich, mate. And forget about the green jacket because you've just got a Hello Sport VB. Mate, what's more prized? Huh? What's more prized? You tell me. But I, know, I think you know. Silence is deafening. Silence is telling. <laughs> uh, congratulations. Uh, Tom, just wanted to point out. Yeah. Now. Look, it, it doesn't affect you and I so much. We don't drive Holdens. But Holdens, no longer. Flag at half-mast. And we thought that we would address it briefly for the P's and D's do who drive do Holdens. drive Holdens. And I can guarantee you categorically that there are plenty. plenty. I mean, there's blokes out there with Hello Sport tattoos. So they're definitely, there are definitely Holden owners amongst the listeners here. Now, I'm not going to come on here and offer up condolences i'm just gonna say i hope you're doing all right yeah and look and if you need to call in and dribble about it we'll allow it if you care enough about the bathurst 1000 which is the only time the brand of car is relevant in this country then by all means now is what's happening that we aren't going to have holden cars sold in australia anymore or they're not being made in australia because i already thought they weren't being made in australia they're not being made in australia they're not being made so they're just not being made at all. See you later, Holden. Wow, okay. They're owned by General Motors, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Dior punters, dribblers, I believe General Motors is like, we're not making any left-hand, uh, right-hand drives anymore. We're not doing it. Okay, so it's just... So not only are they not making Holdens, they're like, we're not making right-hand drives. We're not doing it. So what... what, what? England, Australia, New Zealand. Okay, so there's only a couple. There's a handful. To, it's just not really. But bad. I think they're just like, look, no one buys Holdens anymore. No, okay. And I'm not going to, I mean, that's the reality. I don't see a whole lot of Holdens anymore. You I mean, when what? I go back home to Dubbo, they're around. Sure. Well, they're already Holdens that have been made, Eddie. So, I mean, of course. But there's not shitloads of them out there no. and about there. You know what no. I mean? There was a time, Eddie. Oh, there was a... Remember the Monaro, the Monaro. time? 2003. We'll look it up today, me and Matho. The, the yellow Monaro. <laughs> 2003 circa. What about the SS Ute? Do you remember oh, that? Those God. things, that Thunderstruck yeah. ad? Uh, or, a, or a nice red club sport. Oh, come Always on. Always someone thrashing man. it at the lights. I mean, I will miss that. Yeah, of course we'll miss that. I'll that's, miss that. That's the things that we will miss. Yeah. yeah. But outside of that, I mean, does this have implications on Bathurst? I don't know. Because... Surely they're still going to have them. Maybe not. Or maybe they just go full. Because I think those cars are pretty fucking custom as it is, right? That's what I mean. Maybe some bloke who loves Holdens just goes, I'll build the car and we'll just whack a fucking Holden thing on the front of it. As a sponsorship more than Holden. It's just like, yeah, just... I'll put this badge on it. Yeah, but I mean, Holden may have some like, issues. Holden don't have Holden don't have a racing team anymore. I know that, but there are Holden cars. I don't know how it works. No, we'd have to we'd have to get a Kari guy on, and that's just too and they're much. a big day. Their Kari guys. guys are a huge day. They're all of a little bit sort of you know loopy on petrol. Look, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for you to be a Kari guy. I'm happy for you to go up to the mountain, throw poo at each other, and, and have a great time. That's what this country. That's what this country is, is. That's what it was built that's what the on. Diggers went to war for. That's it. So you could throw poo at each other at the top <laughs> of the mountain. I'm 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 into that. 
But to have someone like that in here in this hot podcast studio for an extended period of time, I don't know if I can do it. Stinking. So with, this is what I will allow. If you are a guy who likes to go to the mountain, throw poo at, at uh, one another, at one another, at your friends, yeah, and at, that's what you get off on. Yeah, call the dribbler hotline and give us an answer on yeah. to, as to the future of holding on the mount. Because without holding up there, what do we got? Just just blokes throwing <laughs> poo. <at each> other. <laughs> Eddie, we've got to uh, welcome another member to the Hello Sport 11, mm-hmm. which obviously means that we're giving out another baggy green. Now, if you're on the We Hello owe a couple. We do owe a couple, and they are coming punters dribblers. They've been hand-stitched. They've been hand-stitched. It's it's one of those things where you can't put a you can't hurry up. Well, perfection. mate, look, I'm not going to get into the nitty-gritty of hand-stitching, but it takes a long time. Yeah. It's a very precise art. Well, they've also got to grow the, the, the grass on the SCG. Yep. Uh, and then they've got to get the merino sheep in there. Yep. To eat the grass. Correct. Then they've got to harvest the wool off the backs of the merino. Correct. Then they've got to dye the wool green. Shear them. Shear. Dye. Well, sorry, you're right. Don't dye them while the wool's still on. Harmful to the sheep. Hmm. Shear them. Dye the wool. Weave it. Weave it. Treat it. Hand stitch it. Yep. And this is all done, as we've said before, by the ancestors of Don Bradman. It takes time. Now, where along that process are we up to? That's not your problem. Quite frankly, it's information that you're not privy to. No, it's none of your business. <laughs> it's none of your business. Even if you're in the elite <laughs> and waiting on a bag of green. Yeah. Uh, look, it is what it, it is. It is what it is, but they You've are been coming. promised them. They, don't you worry about that. They are coming. But it's about being patient. It's about being Otherwise, patient. Otherwise, you may lose it. That's it. So we've got to welcome another, uh, another man to the eleven. And that is Michael Lag Langen Langenegger. I don't know how to pronounce the Langenegger. L A N G A N E G G E R. Langenegger. <laughs> Langenegger. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is the man responsible for our brand new podcast tile. Yeah. We threw it out to the punters and dribblers. We had an overwhelming amount of submissions, and many of you tried, and most of you failed, unfortunately. But yeah. we appreciate you for trying. Look, it's it, sometimes it's just about trying. It's about getting out of bed, turning up, and having a crack. That's it. Personal best stuff. Michael's was best by far. Professional. We may look to work with Michael again. Yeah, in the look, he was a pleasure to deal with. He Michael. was a pleasure to work with Michael. Yeah, absolute yeah. pleasure. So we just want to welcome him to the Hello Sport Eleven. I really like the tile, Tom. I think it's good. I think it looks great. I it, like that there's some 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 catchphrases on the wall behind us. There's some accoutrement uh, on the desk. You know, I, I look, yeah, I think, I think he's captured us. Yeah, I think he's captured us brilliantly. Our essence. Yeah, yeah. You can tell we're dribbling. Yeah, absolutely. And yarning. And yarning. We're at church. It's fantastic. It's really nice stuff. So, shout out to Michael. Welcome to eleven, bra. Big lift from you, son. Big Huge. lift. Huge. And sorry to the thousands of you that missed out. But that's what happens. Look. It is what it is. It is what it is. Eddie, I believe that there is someone you have to shout out. Or some people. A group. There is. There is someone I need to shout out. Now, I was sent this by friend of the show, Harry Solomon, during the week. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Different. Hello, Harry. Uh, he's, he's, he's doing his... Uh, a stint in, in London at the moment, and I believe that we're he's, huge in London, Eddie. We're fucking massive. We're in global as it is, but London is one of our major cities. 
Now, he's just been welcomed into the London Curry Club. The LCC? The LCC, very, very prestigious. It's basically London's version of the Australian Club. Okay. The London Curry really? Club. Really ritzy. Really ritzy. Sort really highbrow. Tuck your shirt and shine your boots, comb your hair and shut the fuck up sort of vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Respect jacket, the rules. Jacket and tie stuff. Yeah. No phones unless you're in the phone room, et cetera, Love et cetera. That. Cigars. Yeah, no talking of business. It's only dribble and only yarn. Oh, okay. That sort of Love thing. Love that. Now, Will Erskine has released some minutes, okay? Okay. Now, do we know Will directly? I don't know Will personally. No, I don't think. Nor do I. Oh, from memory. Apologies, Will. But I just wanted to read something out, and these are the minutes from the London Curry Club. They as, take minutes. They take well, it, as I said, it's ritzy highbrow ri- stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I've already yeah, yeah, explained no, that. Yeah, you did. Now, new members, right? Sean Flannery, Harry Solomon, James Scobie, El Ford. I know a couple of those dribblers. Uh, to organise an evening of snorting, growling, howling, and prowling oh. for the LCC in the ensuing months. Okay. For the more elderly members, I believe that is Gen X ring lingo for a night out of the town rugby league style. Sort of. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. No, not a bad... Essentially, that is what Yeah, it that's is. exactly what it is. There's a little bit to- more to it. Of but course, a bit more nuanced that obviously they, yeah. they've missed slightly, but that's it's, it's all there. Expected. It's all there. By and large, it's passable. Um... Each member of the LCC must endeavour to listen to at least one episode of the Hello Sport podcast in the next month. It is informative, insightful, and aspirational. Wow. Not to mention they are friends of the LCC. Yes, we are. We are. Looking forward to getting over there for a giggle soon. Look, obviously we're honorary members. Yes. Um, would love to go for a curry sometime soon. I'll be in London in June. Ooh. I won't be, unfortunately. So if the LCC wants to have me... For a night, for a snort and a for howl a and a growl and a prowl. That'd be nice. I mean, happy to happy to show the older members the ropes, because well, the, yeah. the young boys, the young boys, they're, they, they're they pretty, they're up. pretty versed. They seem like they're they pretty know versed. What's up. Well, well, shout out to the LCC, big fans. Curry soon, boys. Curry soon. And girls. Curry soon. Curry soon. All right, time for some dribbler dribbles. There are a fuckload today. Perfect. Jesus Christ. All right, let's get into it. Oh, hey, guys. It's um, Ben Ryan here. I'm a, a long-term friend of Ironside and short-time listener of the podcast. But I just wanted to call up and have a quick yarn about how shit the fucking Waratahs are. And credit to you for getting Kirtley on the podcast. But seriously, guys, I'd rather watch the Big Bash than the Rebels vs. Waratahs ever again. So, look. I know your the burning question is Ironside's doing well. Tommy Evans not doing well. He's water polo coach Les Side, but no one asked me how I'm doing, and I'm doing just fine because the big bash is over. Anyway, beers soon. Cheers and tar, whatever. Hunters and dribblers. God bless ya. Yeah, say bye. <laughs> I mean. I'm sad to hear Tommy not doing so well in, no, the, in, Tommy, the, in the wake of passing. Uh, Les's passing. Les's passing real hard. Now, what what they did? Ironside failed to, to mention uh, with Les's passing that Les had actually died a year ago. Tommy just only found out about it recently. <laughs> so Les has actually been gone for a while. <laughs> okay, but that doesn't mean it's it's still Look, raw. it doesn't. Yeah, it's still red raw, and it's raw for all of us. Mm. We're all we're all feeling it with you now. This dribbler seems to have left too. 
Then again, I'm just, um, I can't remember what I actually said on the last dribble, but I went Ryan's bar and I just wanted to reiterate that my sentiment is that the Waratahs are just terrible. They shouldn't have lost to the Rebels tonight. And Farley, Australian rugby, just Farley. Dribblers love calling back. Yeah, dude, dribblers. They love it. If I didn't get my point across in the first one, just let me call back. <laughs> let quickly. me call back and just say quickly that the Rebels shouldn't have beaten the, the Waratahs. Waratahs. Okay. As I sit here at Ryan's bar by myself watching. <laughs> I'm having my seventh rum and coke. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. All right, let me just quickly see what else we got. Where's this one? Hey, boys, Pato Yeah, check your reception before calling it. But I do think I know what he's saying. I think he was saying that some journos were basically saying would Smith or Cummins have been getting scrutinised this hard if they'd won? And Pato's saying no because they didn't lose their hands. Like they, Firstly, Cummins probably should have got the whole thing, really, because mm. he's been so good. Smudge obviously gets it on the Ashes. Warner doesn't deserve it compared to those two. Look, exactly. Because of the ashes. It's That's exactly what. That's their point. I'm yeah. not saying, oh, he shouldn't have got it because I don't like him. No. No. It's the ashes. The ashes is the whole fucking thing. That's yeah. what, that's the only point play. That's why we play. That's why it? we play the game. The other shit is warming up for the ashes. Really? Correct. Yep. So uh, let's move on. Thanks, Pato. Yep. Fix your phone line, but otherwise, thanks. Go up on the roof next time, mate. Hey boys, Frogman here. Frog. Big time dribbler. Hardly ever punting if it's doing on the dogs. But uh, just thought I'd tell you guys I saw a uh, big picture of uh, Jorge Masvidal on a van, said game bread, and it had him kneeing Ben Askren. It's one of the greatest things. It put a lot of lead in my pencil. I just thought I'd ask you guys a question. If you guys could have one UFC moment that you could plaster on a, some sort of van that you have, which one, would it, which one would it be? Cheers, Good question. Very good question. Thanks, Frog. Long-time punter-dribbler is the Frogman. Friend of the show. That's pretty badass that he's got that on the side of his van. Yeah, that is pretty hectic. I mean, that's... What moment, What other ones are there? Like, Because, I mean, you've got your Connor knocking out um, 
Aldo in one second. But or that seconds. sort of the what cap makes that more amazing is that it's in 13 seconds, which you can't really capture on a picture. Uh, Francis Ngannou knocking Alistair Overeem's head off, where it's like, oh, the uppercut, the uppercut from hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. one looks pretty hectic. Could imagine that as a photo, as a right? photo, that's like, what I and mean. he's sort of, and there's spit going across multiple yeah. panels of the car. That's yeah. what I'm sort of picturing. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? And his head just snapped back. Yeah, I like that. The other one is, and you may not remember this one, is Yaya Rodriguez versus the Korean Zombie. This was just recently off. Uh, yeah, and so there was like. A couple of seconds to go, Yaya Rodriguez is losing, and they're both sort of like, go, let's fucking throw down for this mm. final 10 seconds. And the zombie guy comes in to hit him, and Yaya Rodriguez ducks down and just spins his elbow up back. Oh, up yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah. hits him flush on the chin, and the guy just crumples like a fucking on the floor. Folds in half. Folds. So that's a pretty good one. Anderson Silva's got some pretty highlight real knockouts. Maybe where he front kicks Vitor Belfort in the face. Look. There's a couple, but I think Overeem getting uppercutted from hell by Francis. Yeah, yeah. I th imagine that on a black Ute. Yes. Like just popping yes. off. You know what I mean? Like bang. The lights of the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Ring. The lights of the ring, like, and just some bloke getting his fucking head taken off. <laughs> I like that. I'm like it. it. All right. Uh, where are we here? Hello, hello, sport. Hello, 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 sport. Hello, sport. First time caller, long time driveler. Just got a hot take. Hot take from, from your boy. Cody Ramsey, easily as good, if not better, than Tom Trevojevic. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Cody Ramsey... Bush boy, looks like Jesus. He's got form, he's got shape, he's got size, and, you know, he's got everything else that matters if you see where I'm looking, if you look where I'm seeing. I've had an absolute rugby league skin feel. Couldn't skin tell. Full, full skin. Full and, skin. And, you know, all I'm saying is, Brendan Elliott, eat your fucking heart out. What? Katie Ramsey... He's the next Tom Dvorovic. Easy. You don't even play Canterbury Cup yet. It's called a hat-trick on his birthday and the match winner in the Knives against fucking Penrith. Nathan Cleary sucks. <laughs> anyway, follow me on Instagram. Cody underscore fancy underscore fan underscore zero one. Get an easier Instagram handle. Three more hot takes. And hot picks. Just essentially. Okay. Appreciate it. See you soon. <laughs> Thanks, Cody. I mean, look, I don't know who that guy is. That was is. utter dribble. That was utter dribble. <laughs> Some guy that no one's ever heard of is better than Tom Trebojevic. And Nathan Here's my Instagram Tom's. handle. Yeah, here's my Instagram handle. Follow me for more hot takes. Look, appreciate you reaching out. Am I going to follow you? Probably not. But appreciate it. Hey, boys. Just um, Harrison Worley here. G'day to the hunter and the dribbler. Listen, I just wanted to give myself a public uppercut for supporting the A-League. Just watched the Wanderers have another one-all draw. <laughs> and um, just thought we should consider calling it the Care A-League. Anyway, <laughs> see you soon. I like that. I like that. The care, A-League. The care, A-League. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's fantastic. That's funny as fuck. And look, you know what? It is important that you call yourself out for going and watching but giving yourself an uppercut, which was deserved, yeah. and then recovering so well as to 
you know, naming it the Care A League. Yeah. That's it's that's a great dribble. I think you've done well. That's a great dribble. I think you've done well. Really strong dribble. Yep. All right, let's move on. There's a lot of double dribbles here. How many did we get? Hey boys. Just want to say hello to the punters and the dribblers. This is coming from Newcastle. Just wondering what the boys' perspective of two things were. One, with the power struggle between the Dark Angel and Elise Perry, should we get Davey Warner out on the field to kick some goals for the Socceroos? I don't know. I feel like if he can do that, he may be alpha. But until Davey Warner has goals to his name for the Socceroos, not alpha, Elise is the alpha in the Australian sporting environment. The second is, how good's Kirk Gibley? feel like he should just keep going. Let the night sign in. See you soon, boys. I didn't see that next bit coming. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Kurt, Kurt played. He, he went in the back... Cl- the clock, back. the clock back a little bit yeah. at the nine. Still um, I don't New South Wales off the bench. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to forget. It's that. hard to forget that. Uh, Kurt, look, probably a little long in the tooth. Yeah, I think Kurt's a little. I long think in the that tooth. if you're saying that, you definitely live in Newcastle, yeah, well, and you're definitely you're, a Knights fan. Yeah, you're a dribbler. Uh, to answer your Elise Perry, David Warner power balance thing, I don't think there is one. No. I think that some weird editor has made one. has made one, and we've touched on that. Yeah. Uh, but to your point, David couldn't play for the Socceroos, no. I don't think. So, yeah, it's impressive. It's impressive. I think Elise is actually probably our least recognised, throbbed about uh, dual code star. Yeah, yeah, serious dual code. Yeah. Uh, and different codes as yes, well. Yes, that's what I mean. Not similar. Not like footy, like like rugby league, rugby union. It's yeah, like, yeah. this is legit dual code star Bo Jackson shit. 100%. So, yeah, yeah she, she does win that argument yeah. that some editor at the paper invented. Yeah. She wins it, but I believe you've called back. Look, I've had to call back again from Newcastle saying hello to the punter and the dribbler. But Kurt Gidley turning up primary school 2002 as a 17-year-old telling us, boy, I'm Matt Gidley's brother. I'm probably going to be better than him. Has finally fulfilled the prophecy this weekend in Perth. Oh, my Love God. Love the night. Let's go, boys. See you soon. Oh, fuck. Is that when he's fulfilled the prophecy? That's when he's finally done it. You <laughs> fucking dribbler. <laughs> um, I loved it, though. No, I, I absolutely it. loved it. I love it. Um, can you please do that the final ones? I've, I've only got a couple fucking... I've got 3% battery left. You wouldn't bloody believe it. A pair of punches... Hello Sport. 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 H
pilgrimage of the East back to back, back, and we are looking forward to another great year. And it's going to be back to back to back, and be soon. Go the races. Go the races. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to them. Luke, very popular. Very popular. I think that that With interview, the ladies and the men. Yeah, well, I think that interview with us uh, did wonders for Luke's career. This could be one of the best career moves he's made. Look, I mean... <clears throat> because the punter and the dribbler like to take... Will, will take you under their wing, you know what I mean? And they'll lift you up on their wing, on their shoulders. That's, well, exactly. And have we made careers before? Yes. Have we broken careers before? Yes. yes. I think that podcast went as... Did as much for Luke's career as any Mel Gibson Thank or you Vince very. Vaughan film. Forget Mel Gibson. Forget, forget Vince Forget Vaughan. Hacksaw Ridge, forget mate. Forget Piers Brosnan. It's an hour and a half with the Hello Sport boys. Mate, he'd be getting fucking... Offers for days. Oh, His phone doesn't stop ringing. And now he's getting stopped outside the Unicorn and Indian Home Diner. Look, it makes sense. Look, it makes sense. It makes sense. And the proof's in the pudding. The proof's in the pudding. Now, I believe that could be one of two dribbles. As we said, <laughs> careers made. Uh, look, do you want us to double down on it? Yeah, we I will. Mean, this bloke has. Fuck. Fuck me, <laughs> Oh, my God. There's so many dribbles, oh, bro. I know, dude. Fucking I hell. I shouldn't have put the number on the Mate. Yeah, g'day, boys. It's uh, your boy Dormsey here again. Um, yeah, look, just ran into Bracey. Oh, my uh, God. Oh, my God. But also part-time dribbler. The punters. Oh, um we just uh caught up four, mate. Um Bracey two point we want it inbound. So yeah, My and, God. Uh, These blokes are fucking toey. They absolutely they've obviously seen Bracey in the flesh. Toey dribblers. Yeah, they are toey toey dribblers. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. If they call back again, I'll fucking lose it, mate. Mate, we'll have to send them, get braces, send them a nude photo. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, mate, that'd pay top dollar top for a nude. Dollar. Top dollar for, for bracing. If you want a bracy nude, <laughs> mate, put, send us your prize. Send us your bloody address and we'll we'll let, and yeah, what you're prepared to pay. Yeah. And we'll run it by him. We'll run it by him. <laughs> bracy nudes for this guy and his mate. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, long-time dribblers, uh, never punters. Um, we just we don't robbers. Well, maybe. Um, we just want to make sure that we can get another interview. Luke no! He's an absolute... Look, I can we go 2,000 comments, Luke Bracey 2.0. All right, boys? You make it work. I'm going to eat beer soon. Make it work. That's, that's the kind of power we can make Luke Bracey. I think we need to get nudes for Bracey. 
Holy that's shit! That's four dribbles. That's four bracy related <laughs> dribbles, and they're all they're all identical. Yeah, <laughs> they're all the same. Can we get another Luke Bracy <laughs> interview? Look. I mean, there is actually other Luke Bracey interviews. Yeah, they're, they're, but that's their secret. Of which you can pay for. Yeah, we, that's it. Well, if you, you want to we'll, pay us, we'll you, release. We'll release them. We'll release the. What are you willing to pay? It seems like a lot. 30 or something? Mate, there, I think there's one or two other Luke Bracey episodes. If you want to pay him for us, pay us, us for, for them, them, happy to make it work. But I think you got a better chance of getting some Bracey nerds. Look, I, look, Luke's a generous guy. Yeah. He's a generous guy. He's a lovely guy. He loves his fans. Loves his fans. Good condition. He's in great nick. I'll give you the hot tip. He's yeah. in great nick. He and is. if you were looking to purchase nerds, I... You have my recommendation that they're, they're nudes worth buying. They're nudes worth spending money on. Hollywood yeah. Nick, he's yeah. in. He's in Hollywood Nick with yeah. a Hollywood dick, baby. <laughs> I'd be paying top dollar. Yeah, and obviously we'll have to put a Hello Sport logo on there somewhere because they will be coming through us. Of course. Um, and look, you'll be paying us yeah, and we paying will be paying him his royalties. <laughs> royalties. A number that we decide. We'll be paying him $100 but if you wanna, per if, inch. If you want them, we got them. We got them. We've got access to them. If these fucking dribblers call back again. Oh, God. No, I don't think so. I think we could be onto a new yeah, one here. G'day, boys. G'day, the P's and D's. Oh, it's Sunday night. Feeling a bit bounced out. Big, big weekend with the missus. And scrolling through my Instagram feed here, and I just would like to know, what is the go of this audio book? Obviously, I've got to Dior that, but I don't have the time and I can't be bothered. If you boys could explain this audio book business. Cheers. Outback dribbler. See you, boys. An outback dribbler. We love our outback dribbler. Love dribblers. an outback dribbler. They're always pure. They are. Salt of the earth, hard work and dribble in their soul. But also like when you live in a place that's that hot, it the hot the heat burns all the bullshit out of you. So there's, yeah. no, there's no bullshit. There's no crap there's in no that. There's no crap in that. There's no fucking that is just Hard yeah. salt of the earth. It's a man. Bullshit free drink. It's a man. That's a man right there. And also, he goes, Listen, what's the audiobook? I don't want to fucking Dior it. No. I, I know I have to Dior it. I don't want to Dior it. So I've called the Dribbler Hotline. Yeah. What's the audiobook? Yeah. And I believe it's the ultimate guide to being alpha. Yes. Now, look, have we written one? <laughs> have we not? Is it available? Or isn't it? There's certainly a book called that that's available. Listen. Uh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll let you in on a little, a little tip. We've been approached by Audible to do a Hello Sports series. Yep. That was just wetting the, the appetite, appetite to see if the P's and D's would be interested in some Hello Sport Audible gold. They're already getting it. Now, if the Outback Dribbler, of which we put a great deal of respect behind his opinion time, 100%. we always have the Outback always. Dribbler. Well, you canvass an Outback Dribbler before most because, yeah. again... The no sun bullshit. burns the bullshit out of him. If he's all about a Hello Sport Audible series, then look, we'll go back to the negotiating table. We'll add a couple of zeros to what they've offered and we'll see if they buy. Mm. And if they don't, then you'll know that obviously the money wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> that answers your question. Yeah. <laughs> G'day, fellas. It's uh, Spud here, uh, just responding to. Joe, thanks for the olive branch. Oh, um, yes. Thank you. I um, thought I'd give you an update on the situation between myself and Joe. Um, better than ever. We're doing really well. Uh, that's um, good. Friendship, which is not quite as strong as it 
has been, but we're well on the way to making amends. Um, beers have been planned. Um, yeah, we're doing really well, guys. We're doing really well. Um, to give you a brief rundown of the events of Australia Day, uh, playing a bit of backyard cricket, as everyone does. Um, find myself fielding at deep square leg. Um, in the backyard, it was about nine square metres, mind you, so not a great deal of space. Um, I stumbled across a lime tree that happened to be chopped down the week before, um, and I thought it'd be fucking hilarious to just start throwing them at Joe. Um, he was other side of the pitch at a short long on of sort. Um, bit of curry behind him, I'll admit that, yeah. Um, anyway, obviously I've probably got an issue, need to sort that out, but um, yeah, Joe and I are doing really well, guys. <laughs> uh, without your help, we'd probably not have come to the agreement that we're at. Anyway, guys, see you soon. Cheers. That's good to know. Oh, that's look. It warms a heart. Happy ending. It's nice to it's nice to finish on a dribble of such promise. Yes, positivity. Look, Tom and I like to play Oprah Winfrey every now and then. Yeah, it's one of our part time hobbies. Exactly. Happy to do it. Pretty yep. good at it. To we be are, honest, well, clearly we're very good at it. Uh, listen, I think I think that to call up, admit wrongdoing in and pegging limes at your mate's face, shows tremendous courage. It does. Now, if you don't know what we're talking about, last week's podcast, uh, Joe called up. Basically reaching out to his friend Spud there, offering an olive branch, saying, Spud, let's let's mend fences. Let's, you know, let's Let sort bygones out, be let's bygones. Be bygones. Let's sort out our differences here. Mm. And, you know, left a lot to... We didn't really understand what had happened. We just knew that some fences needed to be mended. Yep. Spud there has reached out and given us context. He's given us sincerity. Yep. He's given us vulnerability. And it looks like these two are well on the way to uh, being best buds again, which is lovely. Very nice. That warms my heart, Tom. Yeah. Warms my heart. Great way to to end the podcast. Great way. Shock of block full of dribble this week. That was, I think, the biggest dribble we've ever had. Good Lord. That was the the most, like... uh, That's taken it out of me. That has taken it out I need a nice bath. I need a rest. I need a shower. I need a nice bath. I need a lay down. That was a lot. But it was fantastic. Loved it. At Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on fucking Twitter. You can find us all wherever you want. Five uh, stars, reviews. Five stars, reviews. Uh, listen, if you leave the best review in the next seven days, there might be something in it for you. There might be. I'll leave that up to you. Take it or leave it. There might not be, though, as well. Just no, but do. hey, take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Um, we are potentially looking to start doing a bit more writing again, punters, dribblers. Now, there have been a few of you that may have done it before in the past for us when we kicked our website off. Critically acclaimed. Critical acclaim. Hellosport.com.au. It was then uh, crushed. It was hacked and... and uh, the, Chinese, the, the Chinese. The Chinese. The Chinese. After we had a crack at bloody... Sun Yang. Sun Yang, they... Look, they hacked us. Yeah. And it was a big and, fucking hullabaloo. Yeah. So, <laughs> full circle. Um, so, we, after that Chinese-Russian hacking hullabaloo, we... Obviously, the site had to be shut down. Bugs, debugged. Reworked. Reworked, rewired. Back better than ever. Look, if you want to review a rom-com... If you want to review a rom-com... Not a problem. We'd love it. If you want to write a, you know, the best way to bounce yourself out or to recover from a bouncing love out... Love it. Love it. If you've noticed that Robbie Farah is you know, harassing Eugenie Bouchard on Instagram, 
or on Twitter, write up a little article. Yeah. We'll L- get it up. Little's the aim of the game. Yeah. We don't want 10,000 words. We don't words. want 10,000 words. A couple of hundred. Keep it light. Keep it funny. No defamation. No. And just, which is where alleged comes in very nicely. Just write alleged. Just write alleged. Um, but we're looking to do it, punters, dribblers. So let us know. No, you know. Up to you. Up to you. Up, up to, to you. you. And to those dribblers who have done it before, who want to get back into it, who are we have potentially lost contact with because, you know, your names have been forgotten. Yep. Get back in touch. We'll say this. No X's and O's. No. We don't, don't want it. We don't, don't want, want you breaking down why Kalen Ponga's defensive reads at fullback aren't good enough because no one gives a fuck what you think about that. Nah, it's got to be dribble. You've got to be an expert. And we're experts at bouncing back, bouncing out, watching mm. right Right where you're good at. Right where you're good at. Unqualified opinion is all right. Yeah. That's, that, wait, that's fine. That's fine. But I don't want X's and O's. We don't want X's and O's. We no. want dripping in opinion. And dribble. And dribble and yarn. Yep. Pretty simple. Now, I think that's it, Eddie. Oh, that's it. I'm sweaty. Oh, I've got to go. Let's go. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.